Constance. And I'm Lucinda. And together in our Kids Law podcast, we are going to take a look at the laws that affect children as we grow up. So what are we going to look at in this episode, Alma Constance? Well, as it's the end of October, it's coming up to Halloween. And I've heard that still, today, people, and sometimes even children, are accused of being witches and that lawyers have been involved in helping them. The history of witches and Halloween is rooted in ancient history and religious persecution. The word Halloween comes from All Hallows' Eve, the evening before All Saints or All Hallows' Day. But the tradition originated with the ancient Celtic festival of Samhain, when people would light bonfires, wear costumes to ward off ghosts. With the introduction of Christianity, the church was against these old beliefs, and this is how the notion of witches arose. About 600 years ago, there was a mass panic in European societies, where many women and some men were accused of being a witch and killed. These days, witchcraft-related beliefs and practices still can cause persecution and death, and this has resulted in lawyers becoming involved to help them. Let's talk to Kirsty Brimelow, QC, a barrister and expert in international human rights, public and criminal law. She is the former chair of the Bar Human Rights Committee of England and Wales. She chaired the first United Nation, the UN, workshop on witchcraft and human rights in Geneva in 2017. Kirsty has given talks around the country on the law and witchcraft and worked for the past six years to protect those accused of witchcraft. She has worked to introduce a resolution into the United Nations on the elimination of harmful practices related to accusations of witchcraft and ritual attacks. This resolution was passed by the United Nations Human Rights Council on the 12th of July 2021. And this means that the UN has condemned these practices. Kirsty, welcome to our Kids Law podcast. We are really pleased to have you here. It sounds as if, although Halloween is a fun event for children these days, in some places people are actually accused of being witches. Do witches really exist? Well, Alma Constance, we all like to believe in magic, and I hope that life is still a little bit magical. And the world is full of people who are healers and have a specialist knowledge of plants and how they can cure people of their illnesses. But there are also those who pretend to heal and take money from people when they shouldn't, pretending that they have powers that they don't have. Now, there's no definition of a witch, but it comes from the word Wicca, and it often is used to scare people who associate witch with evil. There's other words for witchcraft as well in other countries, and these words include kindoki and nigdoki which is a Lingala word for witchcraft. Now, Alma, is it all right if I give you a little history from Europe as to how we used to treat people we thought were witches? Yes, of course. Thank you, because history is important. We really should learn from it. The crime of being a witch is actually as old as law itself. And the history of the crime of witchcraft goes back to the Hammurabi Code, in 1700 BC. So in Europe, between 1482 
1782, there were around 100,000 people who were accused of witchcraft and 40 to 50,000 people were executed. Now, 70 to 80% of those accused of witchcraft were female and disproportionately, they were poor and elderly. In England, witchcraft first became a crime in 1542, and witch executions only finally ended in 1670. Now, I'll remember what I was saying about people who were dishonest and pretending to have special powers as well. Well, what happened in 1735 was that Parliament passed an act repealing uh, laws against witchcraft, but brought in punishment to people who were claiming to use magical powers and who were basically using fraud and being dishonest. So you can see in England what happened was uh, witchcraft and crimes of being a witch changed through to focus on people who were dishonestly pretending to have special powers. What we look at now today is people believing that children and vulnerable people in particular are witches and are spreading evil. Now, belief and spirituality and how they fit in with law can be a bit complicated. But basically, we should be able to believe what we like as long as we don't turn that belief into harming others. But we need to know that many children have been neglected and harmed due to beliefs that they are bringing bad luck or evil into their homes. So that's what we are now talking about today. What does the United Nations do and why did we need a resolution to deal with this subject? Well, the United Nations, the UN, was founded in 1945 after World War II. And currently, there are 193 countries, they're called states, who are members. The purpose of the UN is to maintain peace and security and to basically help countries get along with each other. And the world's nations gather here to discuss common problems and also to find solutions that benefit all of humanity. Now, universal human rights are so important. And they are guaranteed in the form of international laws called treaties that countries sign so that their governments have to take action to promote and protect human rights and fundamental freedoms of individuals or groups. These treaties are monitored by committees and also by people appointed by the UN to check that countries are doing what they should And so you, Alma, could also complain to some of these committees and people if your rights were being violated. There also are resolutions, and a resolution is a formal opinion from the United Nations where it condemns certain harms that are being caused to people. And it also invites countries to get together to properly address this particular human rights violation. Can you tell us more about human rights law? Well, human rights need to be given the status of laws so that they can be enforced to protect people. Human rights are the basic rights and freedoms that belong to every person in the world from birth until death, such as the rights to life, equality before the law and freedom of expression economic, social and cultural rights, such as the rights to work, 
social security and education. Now, these rights are indivisible. They are interrelated and interdependent. What this means is the improvement of one right helps advancement of the others. And individual countries can make their own laws, but also when laws are so important, they can be made into international laws, which is what happens with human rights laws. And Alma, if we can look back in history again, before 1945, before World War II, governments of countries were trusted that they would govern in a way that looked after their citizens. However, after World War II, it was realised that countries could not be trusted and that people in charge of countries could commit crimes against humanity. And then there was an International Bill of Human Rights, and that was on the 10th of December 1948. This is celebrated every year as Human Rights Day. And in Europe, we have the European Convention on Human Rights, and this was signed or ratified by the United Kingdom in 1951. And it was drafted by conservative politicians, and Winston Churchill was a very big supporter of it. And the Human Rights Act came in in 2000, and that was really just to make it easier for people to bring cases against uh, governments in courts uh, in the United Kingdom. So why did we need human rights law to help people being harmed through a belief that they were witches? Firstly, everyone has a right to believe what they wish and to follow whatever religion they want to follow. But the governments should pass laws which enable courts to put limits on this belief if it results in disproportionate harm to others. If people are hurting children because they think that they are getting rid of evil, human rights law makes it clear that they cannot do this, that it is a crime, and also that they are violating those children's own rights. But the problem is, is that in some countries, including in the United Kingdom, people have been hearing preachers telling their congregations that it's okay to hurt people and to hurt children in order to get rid of evil spirits. And so we needed a resolution, a formal opinion from the United Nations to say countries should condemn harmful practices related to accusations of witchcraft and ritual attacks. And we finally got this resolution uh, through the United Nations very recently, and it was in July 2021. Can you tell me a bit more about this new United Nations resolution of the elimination of harmful practices related to accusations of witchcraft and ritual attacks? Well, Alma Constance, first of all, congratulations on actually saying the name of that resolution. The language of the United Nations often is really, really difficult to say, let alone understand. But the resolution actually is really important. It's taken about four years to get this resolution passed. And we started with a big workshop at the United Nations on the abuse of people through witchcraft. And it was global, bringing people who were victims of it and people who were trying to pass the laws to protect those victims. And the resolution actually urges states to take all measures necessary to eliminate 
witchcraft harmful practices and to ensure accountability and the effective protection of people, particularly vulnerable people. What it means is that the United Nations now has a stronger grip on this issue and it's inviting countries to work together to protect people and to eliminate harmful practices related to accusations of witchcraft and ritual attacks. Why do people make these accusations? Do they really think that the person is a witch? Well, sometimes if bad things happen, children or other vulnerable people, such as old people or people with disabilities, are accused of causing the bad things. And children also can be accused of being witches because they are seen as different. They can be children with autism, children with a stammer. They can be twins. They can be children who are left-handed or highly intelligent or displaying rebellious behavior. So all sorts of reasons. And also, you might not know Alma, but people with albinism are also attacked and seriously hurt or killed. I actually met a lady with albinism from Tanzania at the UN, and she had suffered a a terrible attack. I also met a young man from England at the same UN workshop, and he had suffered real harm as a child because his family thought he was a witch. People think that this harm to children through a witchcraft belief happens in countries far away from England, but it does sadly also happen in the United Kingdom. And a name now is given to this harm, and it is called child abuse linked to faith or belief. And I work with the National Centre, which is based in London, in partnership with Bernardo's, and we help train social workers to see and spot signs that children might be being neglected or abused because of this witchcraft belief. We've heard from other guests about how laws are made in this country and whether they consider children. How does international law take their views into account? Well, it's important that children have their own treaty. So is the UN Convention on the Rights of a Child, which covers all aspects of of a child's life. And it's actually the most ratified human rights treaty in the world. So this means that the most countries have signed the treaty. There's only one actually that hasn't. Every child has a right to education, health and protection. But we know this isn't the reality and poverty affects children badly. Around one in six children live in extreme poverty. Children have been speaking at the UN for decades and I've heard them myself at the UN General Assembly on World Children's Day but they still may not be being heard. I hope that this is changing with children like Greta Thunberg, as she's got a very powerful voice. But people like you, children like you, Alma, also have a voice. And I'm really privileged to be joining you on this podcast, exploring these issues that are affecting children accused of being witches. Can you tell us more about your work and how you help children both in this country and abroad? Well, I used to be the chair of the Bar Human Rights Committee, and that 
is an organization that consists of volunteer barristers working in international human rights. And so between 2009 and 2018, I devised and led about 15 training delegations of UNICEF's child protection networks in Nigeria, and also trained the National Human Rights Commission and the National Judicial Institute and judges, magistrates, social workers, police, all around child rights and child-friendly court processes. And so we helped set up actual courts, which were just there dedicated for children. And we've trained the Nigerian Association barristers and focused on harm to women and children. In Europe, I went to the dismantling of the jungle uh, refugee camp in Calais with another barrister from Doughty Street Chambers. We wrote a report on breaches of children's rights by the UK and by France. And currently, I'm working with UNICEF in Myanmar, and we are uh, compiling training on child rights to local lawyers. I do enjoy carrying out training on how to question vulnerable witnesses and how to help support children around the world. And another area has been human rights in Colombia. And I was there only in the summer interviewing young people about harm they had suffered whilst trying to peacefully protest in the streets. In England and Wales, uh, working in criminal law, I've defended children in the court processes for nearly three decades now. And a few years ago, I, I defended in a very sad, tragic case, a murder trial, where my 15-year-old client had killed a 15-year-old boy. And we did end up in the Court of Appeal here in England and Wales, asking the court to consider changes to how we process children through the justice system in England. And so there's a lot of work around the world to support children's rights. Such a long way to go. But podcasts like these, Alma Constance, are really important in keeping conversations going and raising awareness as to what is happening. And who knew about child witches and the issue of abuse of children as witches, perhaps, until listening to this podcast. I have a question I ask all of our other guests. What were you like at 10, and what did you imagine you would go on to be as an adult? I think when I was 10, I was probably quite shy. I loved birds and animals, and I still do. I was a bit of a dreamer. I liked writing stories, and I kept a diary. I kept a diary every day. I slightly cringe. I read back over what I wrote. I also acted and did stuff. So I went around my estate with petitions to try and stop cruelty to whales and seal pups. And I collected used stamps for wildlife charities. And I thought I would be a vet. But I have really bad allergies to animals and they you didn't get antihistamine the same then that you can get now. But back then, those tablets didn't really exist. And so I studied law and I found my way to use law to try and help people as well as animals. Kirsty, thank you so much for telling us about how human rights can protect us and about how your work helps children in this country and across the world. Do you have any final advice for children who want to understand or be involved in this area? Well, 
in order for human rights to be protected, it's not just a matter of having lawyers going to court or making complaints to UN committees. We need people like you, Alma. We need children to speak out and to act together. And there's lots of organizations, uh, which sometimes they're called NGOs, sometimes the charities, other times they're just smaller groups. And there's plenty out there which are looking at rights and looking at issues which affect children. And you could get involved with them. Also, the UN does have a World Children's Day that you can get involved in. And the UN has for many decades been saying we must listen to children more. So I'd encourage kids to take them up on that and be heard, but importantly, be listened to. My final advice for children who who want to understand or, or be involved is really use your imagination and seek answers and ask questions and do more podcasts. Well, Alma, what do you think about what Kirsty Brimelow told us? I was surprised to hear that some adults can believe that children and some people are witches and treat them badly. It is sad to know that children can be harmed and that it can be families who do this. It's good to hear, though, that the UN resolution will make a difference by making countries take it seriously and protect them. Yes, and it's been very interesting to hear that the topic of witches can lead to the use of laws being used to protect people. What we learn from history is that some people in communities can persecute other groups, accusing them of causing bad things to happen or blaming them for misfortune for a variety of reasons, perhaps through jealousy, fear or ignorance. And this can still happen now. And there are international laws that will now protect people and that this will encourage governments in all countries to treat people fairly. In our podcast, we've been exploring how laws work and affect young people. All of these things help children understand their rights and responsibilities so they can make informed decisions, not only about their lives, but also about voting for MPs who make the laws and understanding how the legal justice system works. It's also useful to hear from Kirsty about how children can become involved in knowing how the United Nation works. But it is also incredibly important that children know they should be kept safe and that adults must care for them. Remember, if you have any worries, talk to an adult you trust, tell them how you feel. This includes your teachers at school who are there to look after you too. So tell them you need to talk to them. You can find more information on Kids Law Info website. Keep your questions coming in. Please subscribe, rate and share the podcast with your friends. See you soon in the next episode. Bye. Bye.